1: Hello and welcome to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by DraftKings sportsbook where if you just bet $1 or if you just bet using promo code PHNX and place one dollar on any nfl game or on any football game you will get 150 dollars worth of free bets right away i am saul bookman uh with me is gerald borgay and it is just us two
0: dudes today (laughs) just us two dudes it feels like it's been a long afternoon i don't know about you but i'm i'm worn out man
1: bro it has been (laughs) two other people in this office today it's been relatively quiet Mm -hmm. so uh yeah it's it's been kind of lonely but we've gotten a lot of stuff done in the in the I don't know if you saw the snack bar. We got a snack bar now. No, I didn't see the snack. Oh bar. yeah, we got a snack bar, man. We're oh, coming man. up, man.
0: I, yeah, I had tunnel vision coming from training camp, I guess. <laughs>
1: shit. So uh, I'm sure you're tired. So on your way out, you can grab some sustenance. <laughs> Hell yeah! You hit the road. <laughs> that sounds. You gotta fantastic. go all the way out to like Verado or some shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> all the way out to Glendale.
0: Not as not as bad as Sun City. Apparently, apologies to our Sun City followers. Yeah. We just keep slacking you guys yeah but. we 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 definitely disrespect the hell out of them so
1: <laughs> anyway uh a lot of stuff going on gerald just came back from training camp uh you know give us the rundown
0: yeah so i, I think we should i mean because we didn't really get to talk about it too much yesterday we talked about it a little bit as far as what da said and it was kind of going back and writing that article on it last night and like <laughs> listening back to what he said he said a lot of interesting stuff like it's, it's kind of, it was odd to hear a seven footer saying like, I don't really like my big man role. And I think that's the surface level reaction. But you can also interpret what he was saying as like, I want to do more. And isn't that kind of what he's been criticized for is like not having that drive or not being pumped up all the time or or not being that typical, like this is my team number one pick kind of guy. And now he's saying like, I want to do more. And it's with the team context in mind so we kind of talked about it it's obviously agent speak a little bit but i found a lot more silver linings in what he said after i went back and kind of listened to the tape back again you know
1: i I, i'm conflicted with da because i don't know now now hear me out Mm -hmm. there's a legit possibility that in the midst of the negotiating of his contract that maybe his agents have told him (laughs) this is what they're saying about you Mm -hmm. and him being like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously, like, that's mm-hmm. a legit possibility. And I think, I, first of all, don't you want your your stars to say they need to do more? Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's a desire we all have for our, our quote-unquote faces of the franchises. And uh, the fact that he's saying that just tells me that he's definitely coming in with a different mindset. And I definitely think he's, he thinks he's going to have a much larger role, not defensively, It's going to be offensively. I think he's going to be like, I'm. I'm tired of deferring to everybody all the damn time. Mm -hmm. It's. I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna start taking over.
0: Yeah, and and I think if it's natural for him to want to expand that part of his game, because you think about a guy that heading into the playoffs, he was kind of the Suns' biggest playoff question mark. Like they were only going to go as far as he was able to hold up defensively, especially. Um, And we just saw this incredible postseason run from him that helped the Suns get to the finals. He was a big storyline, a huge catalyst in doing that. And so all offseason, what he's been hearing from people is probably like you were incredible. Like the Suns don't get as far as they get without you. And I think it's only natural for a 22 year old to kind of like feel good about himself after that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then you get to training camp. You get to these contract negotiations, like you're saying, where things are being said and where, Maybe the Suns aren't willing to just go and hand him a max deal. And then it's kind of like, well, what about all the things I've been hearing for the past few months? Like I I've sacrificed and and that's probably where the agents come in as well. Like I've sacrificed for the good of this team. Like you guys need to do right by me and pay me. And, And I think that's part of where we're seeing some of that. And then part of that is just like, every year we hear da say that he wants to shoot more threes like that's just kind of an annual tradition at this point
1: yeah but but the the, but the tone is a little different this year it is you know before it's just a little you know jovial Mm -hmm. fun this year it's like no no, no, look at me i'm the captain now you (laughs) know what i mean like very much that vibe and i I, trust me like every time i think about da and his role in this offense i i I said it last year and i was wrong last year because i said if the only way the Suns become a championship contender as if DA goes 25-15 just about every single night. Mm -hmm. Now, I was wrong in that, but, I mean, we had a lot of external uh, or other players that stepped up their game to kind of even that out and get the Suns to where they needed to be. This year, I think he's looking at everything and is like, to your point, yeah, I sacrificed, and now my sacrifice is being used to sacrifice salary on my end. Like, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. That's not how this is supposed to go, so... I, I like the little bit of, you know, the little vigor yeah. that he has, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and the, the anger a little bit mm-hmm. about about all this. And I want to see it come out on the court because I think if he if he does, we might see a completely different DeAndre this year.
0: Yeah. And it's it's interesting because when I was writing that article last night and diving into it, because that whole like big man role that I don't like thing, really, that was kind of the money part of the quote. And so diving into it, like you realize um, in his Players' Tribune article um, from like a year or so ago, he wrote about how he doesn't even like being called a big man or big fella or any of those kind of names. Um, you call him a seven-footer, he'll push back and tell you, I'm actually only 6'11". Like he's kind of he's kind of got the, the mindset of like a guard or a wing in a big man's body. Um, because let's be honest, like the big man's role, especially in this modern NBA where everybody's shooting threes, It's not sexy it's not fun to like bang bodies in the paint all game it's it's an unglorified role Um, and just even the term role player or role itself it it sounds like you're minimizing somebody's game um so he's not he it's interesting to hear a guy who is basically a top five center in the league right now saying like yeah i don't really like being a center Um, And I think that's why he keeps bringing up how he played the four in college and how he wants to play with JaVale McGee and all this little stuff. It's kind of like coming together at the perfect time of these contract negotiations, too. Yeah, that's uh, trust
1: me watching him play the the four (laughs) at U of A. It was it was not something that I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait to see this in the NBA. (laughs) I I promise you it wasn't like that. So uh, but, you know, again, like D.A., He's got a lot to prove on the offensive side of the ball. He proved what he needed to do on the defensive side of the ball. I'm very, I'm I'm very excited to see where he's going to go with all this. The four is not where I want to see him go. So hopefully that never happens.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's not the spot for him, especially because like we were watching the big men doing their shooting drills today. Um, yesterday he wasn't shooting threes with the big guys, but today he was, and his shot is serviceable. It's not bad, it, but it's kind of like his mid range shot. It's a little kind of methodical and not as it's like mechanical and not as smooth as it needs to be for a guy who you know wants to be a pick and pop type big
1: i have i have said for for many many years and i will i will die on this hill (laughs) that i am a shooting guru and Mm -hmm. i have always thought man if i could just (laughs) get in the gym for one hour with da and tell him how to fix his stroke Man, he'd be like all NBA every single year. So if you hear, listen to this, DeAndre, just you know,
0: that'd be a great segment. Him get him on the show, and
1: like, I mean, because he's got he's got he's got some flaws. Now you're right about the mechanical part of it. He does look like a robot to a degree. It's like one of those, it's like one of those shooting robots. Mm-hmm. You know it's what I like mean? Uh, like uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, his release is too low for for that. That's why he struggles against guys with length. Um, his release is too low. That's why. He he has a tendency to try and use the fadeaway on the baseline. It's because he can't he can't just straight up shoot over somebody's um, length. So that's that's why I think JaVel McGee is going to show him some of his flaws that he needs to work on, mm-hmm. um, or he's going to learn how to get around it mm-hmm. somehow, some way, right? Um, you know, so so his shooting form is a little is a little out of whack. It's a little too flat. Uh, he needs a little bit more arc on his shot. His release is a little weird. His hands and his finger placement are a little all over the place. I don't like the way the ball comes off of his fingers. Mm-hmm. He's effective. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He's effective, but he could be uber effective if he just made some subtle tweaks. Um, the inconsistencies that I see the most are are when the when the ball comes off of his fingers and right. where they come off of his fingers at. Sometimes they go you know, he uses the three middle fingers as, you know, as his primary. A lot of the times he uses just his index finger um, without the support of his middle finger, which is very odd. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I said, I've I've watched him play for, (laughs) for many years and I've always been like, man, if I could just get in the gym with him just a little bit, man. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, any, anything else? I know you talked to Monty about DA as well. He had some interesting comments.
0: Yeah. So I I followed up with Monty about, what DA said yesterday, I didn't mention the whole, like, I don't like my big man role part. Cause we're not trying to sow seeds <laughs> of, of discord in day three of training camp. But I did ask him um, about what DA had said as far as like being excited about the prospect of shooting more threes this season and whether he viewed that as kind of a natural progression in his game. Um, and Monty said, absolutely. You know, like if that's something that you practice a lot in practice and it, and he did say that DA has worked on that then it's something that you should feel comfortable doing in the games. And it, it's kind of the same thing. There's always been this weird tug of war where DA makes it seem like he's not allowed to shoot threes. And then Monty always says like, if he practices them and if he still, feel, he feels comfortable, like let him fly. So it's one of those things where I still don't know who to believe as far as like where the push and pull is, if he's allowed to shoot threes, if he's just not shooting them, what that whole dynamic is. But monty was supportive again publicly of him shooting threes at least so that's good um and and he had mentioned you know he praised him yesterday for you know taking time out of his vacation to work on his conditioning um you know the great he's already in game shape basically at training camp which is not the case for a lot of guys so da worked really hard and deserves credit for that um and that was the one thing that monty tasked him with over the offseason and And D.A. mentioned he worked on ball handling as well. So we saw a little bit of that. They were doing some drills, just post up and face up and go to work on the defender. And, um, you know, D.A.'s handle isn't tight yet, but it's, it's a little bit better than it was last year. And one of the things with him is, like, we saw it in the playoffs when he puts the ball on the floor and attacks the basket confidently. It's hard to stop a guy with his size and his speed and his touch. In the paint so that's encouraging if he can improve on that aspect too for sure
1: for sure you know i was as you were talking i was looking at some betting lines for the upcoming season oh yeah and uh one of the betting lines for the upcoming season is deandre Aiden in terms of defensive player of the year Mm -hmm. Uh, right now he's a plus 2500 uh I'm sorry, plus four thousand, I think. Okay, yeah, I was gonna my, say my, my my check, my bad. Plus four thousand. I put some money on that, mm-hmm. and we talked about it just about every single show. I keep trying to convince people they should put money on that because I feel like that's a legit possibility that could happen. Now, I say that, and we're talking about the offensive side of the ball right. and how he wants to focus <laughs> so much more on the offensive side of the ball. So who knows? Maybe his defense takes a hit this year, and we're all wrong. But regardless, for you all out there, if you use PHNX. As the code on the DraftKings sportsbook app, you can also place that bet uh, by by one of your free bets. You get one hundred and fifty dollars worth of free bets if you, if you just put one dollar on any football game. That's college. That's Canadian. That's NFL. No high school. No high school. No so, high school yet. <laughs> yeah. So you know, take advantage of that bet. Uh, it's 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 just it's free money. You might as well take advantage of it. Uh, I love using it. Have you used it yet?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I've I've used up all my free bets and most of them I put on NBA futures by now, <laughs> so I don't get to see the payout until April May. But hey, it might be worth it, especially
1: if the 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 Suns do very well this year. Uh, rem- as a reminder, twenty one and over, Arizona only. If you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Next Step. New customers only. A minimum five dollar deposit and one dollar wager are required eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Um there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Um, you know, in or I'm sorry, in, in sports right now, especially when you're talking about the NBA. Uh you have the the pandemic stuff in terms of vaccines. You have Kyrie was at shoot around today. He was practicing with the team. So mm-hmm. I had the first question I had is, Oh, is he is he good to go now? Or I don't I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting question because I, I think Woj tweeted uh, not too long ago that the NBA's vaccination rate has increased to ninety five percent. Um it's kind of funny what so happens was, when,
1: when you're like, hey, uh, by the way, you're not going to get paid if you don't play. Yep when you yeah, th- I mean,
0: when you threaten the bag, things change. Real oh yeah, quick. <laughs> for sure,
1: for sure. Uh, we're still waiting to see uh, when when Devin Booker's status is going to change and he co- he gets to come back to the team. Um, so you know, anxious to see him join the squad. I'm more anxious to just to kind of see his face, see how he's doing, not really in terms of, like, if he's going to be ready to play because I have no doubt that he'll be ready to play.
0: Yeah, uh, Aiton said yesterday at training camp that uh, he's been working every time he's called Booker, uh, Book's been in his weight room, he's been, you know, messing around with the basketball or whatever, so he said, like, we need to stay ready because we know once he comes back he's going to already be ready, so they're not worried about that. And they've actually been having him – on Zoom sessions for, like, film, for all kinds of different stuff. So kind of like they did uh, with Chris Paul in the Western Conference Finals while he was away from the team last year, like, constantly keeping him in the loop. Uh, apparently, they've been doing that with Book as well. So... Interesting. It's, yeah, there's not going to be too much catching up for, for him. Sure. For sure. I wonder if he added anything to his, to his bag. You know what I mean? That's a good question, because he is... I mean, every single offseason, there's been something, some criticism that he's addressed or worked on, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in this past year, it was two of the biggest ones as far as his defensive effort and being on losing teams. He fixed both of those narratives. So it's one of those things where if he can just like his three point shot is not as good as it should be for how good it looks, you know? Like, that's the one thing that I keep coming back to is, like, his pull-up threes and just maybe getting him more catch-and-shoot looks. If he can do that this season, like, he, he could... He could flirt with leading the league in scoring. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make a bold prediction.
1: Oh yeah, he absolutely could. One thing that I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if he added to his bag is uh, manscaped. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> oh man,
0: what a transition!
1: <laughs> Here we I go. Mean, he's dating Kendall Jenner. I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna assume my man takes care <laughs> of the nether regions. Uh, you know, because uh, she she's a she seems like she's she's a, a well put together young lady. I'm going to assume that she doesn't mess with dudes that are not well,
0: you know, groomed. I I I it's pure speculation but I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> Buckle up ladies and gentlemen. Here oh, we go. Oh
1: man, here you, you you guys are lucky Espo isn't here cuz Espo would go ham oh. on some balls right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not going some. Oh, support no. for
1: the phnx suns podcast is brought to you by our friends at manscaped the leaders in male grooming their fourth generation performance package absolutely change the grooming game along with the refined body wash to round out your hygiene roti- routine join the two million men worldwide who trust manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off Plus free shipping with the code PHNX. Reminder: that's get twenty percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com, just by putting in promo code PHNX. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. And there it is. I said it. I got Very it out well of the done. way. <laughs> I had to, I I set you up, Gerald, just so I could come back with the bag and uh, and talk about it. Also. If you don't, if you haven't gotten a chance to, go to our website. Check out Gerald's uh, feature on DeAndre Aiden and all that we've been talking about so far. Um, it's a very well-written piece. It's on gobhnx.com. You can become a member. Um, and members, you get all, all, all the bells and whistles for what we have to offer. Merchandise. Uh, you get a free shirt with any annual subscription. You can also just get a monthly subscription where you pay 50 cents for that first month. See if you like it and then carry on from there. Um, And our members right now get a a members only deal where if they buy any college t-shirt, which is an ASU shirt or U of A shirt, they can get anything else in our in our store for 50% off. It's just, you know, we offer a lot of great things. And that's one of them. And we love our members. We love our family. We want you to be a part of the PHNX family as
0: well. Absolutely. And those new shirts, those college shirts are pretty sweet. Like whether you're an ASU or a U of A fan, they're both pretty. I mean, I obviously don't like the U of A one and you obviously don't like the Sparky one. Exactly. But they're both pretty sweet designs. I won't lie. Yeah, for sure. For (laughs) sure. So
1: uh, the the ASU one says give them hell and then the the Arizona one says claws out. um, Both both are very well designed, and a lot of our stuff is very well designed. And um, speaking of well designed, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go to the offensive side of the ball. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that are kind of up in the air about this, this team on the offensive side of the ball. Last year, they relied heavily, especially in the playoffs, on the scoring of Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson and DA had their flashes here and there um, on the offensive side of the ball, but largely it was those two this year you throw in javel mcgee you throw in um you know you throw in landry schmidt uh you know i'm wondering how this flow is going to be and if there's one person on this team that maybe was kind of middle of the road that you expect to take a big jump
0: who would that be i mean i've i've been on this train for a while as far as like mikhail bridges for most improved player i think that that's to kind of logical choice as far as someone who's going to take a jump offensively. I know Aiden wants to take that jump. I just don't know if he has the jump shot to do it just yet. Um, I don't know if you count that as a jump. because He was still a double-digit scorer last year. But um, when we talked to Chris Paul today, he was asked, you know, who... It was a shortened off season, obviously, but who has kind of, like, worked on their game and it stands out so far in training camp. And he immediately said Mikael Bridges and just the way that he's worked over the summer... Um, and how it's showing up. So I would probably go with him, but there's so many options on such a young team. Like I feel like Cam Johnson is also another good one that you can't go wrong with picking either one of those guys. I I, I mean, like I said, it was
1: two months from the end of the season to now. <laughs> right. I, I don't. I just don't know how much they have grown in that two months. I would say this. You tell me because mm. I I sat courtside several times last year, so I was able to be up up close and personal with the players, um, unlike a lot of the other media at mm-hmm. that point in time. Um, Mikhail looked a little bigger. Yeah. He looked a little bigger. He and did. I was like, is this is me or does this <laughs> dude look a little bigger to me? And that's one of the things that I pointed to in the offseason about, like, I felt like he just needed to get a little stronger because in the playoffs, especially in the uh, in the finals, mm-hmm. um, they had their way with him physically, yeah. And he he proved he rendered they rendered him ineffective, yes, because of that. So I wonder if that's the major takeaway that he had, um, you know, going into the offseason.
0: I think so because I mean, like you were saying, like aside from Game Two when he really took it to Chris Middleton, like Middleton pretty handily won that matchup in the series, and. You know, to be fair, Middleton's a tough matchup, like he's a really good player. But that was something that I think kind of stuck in his mind, like going up against the Paul Georges and the LeBron Jameses and and Chris Middleton's was like, I need to get a little bit stronger. And, and at media day, he was a little bit more cut. He had put on a little bit more muscle, um, which feels weird to say about a guy who's, you know, he's got those Gumby arms that mm-hmm. just stretch to infinity, but he did look a little bit stronger and he had said he worked on, he had a weightlifting regimen over the summer and um, it doesn't really show as much, he said, as far as his ability to put on muscle, but he knows that he's a lot stronger than he was last year, which for a two month off season is pretty impressive.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I, I don't know, Gerald, I know, I know you play ball, mm-hmm. um, you know, Poorly, I, but I do, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, it, you know, if you lift for a consistent period of time, when you go to bang, down low or if you drive to the basket and somebody hits you like you feel better mm-hmm. like you feel like you're in way more control at those points when you're playing defense it's the same thing i remember the a gentleman by the name of willie daniel mm-hmm. i don't know if you you know who willie daniel is he used to play safety for asu okay um he used to play at saint mary's high school mm-hmm. and we played them in the quarterfinals and i just remember he was he was like a a top prospect okay. and he was yoked. yeah I mean, <laughs> for a high school kid, I was like, damn dude, like for real. <laughs> I remember crossing half court, setting up the offense and turning my back against him and him putting his hand on the small of my back mm. and like basically not letting me go anywhere. like I tried <laughs> to move and I was like, uh, you know, I, I couldn't move. yeah. and now I, I when I look at Mikhail, I wonder like, how many times does that happen to him? And how many times has he wanted to do that to somebody else? Because he's just so strong, he could command somebody a little bit more. Just a little bit more of a push or a nudge can make the a world of difference, especially against a guy like you said, Chris Middleton, um, in the NBA Finals.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of building his core strength is a good thing for him, his lower body strength and upper strength too, because it just, the defensive end demands so much of your body, especially if you are... A smart defender like Mikhail, who's going to be tasked with those tough assignments on a night-to-night basis so it is good that he's strong but still has his basic frame because you see guys that sometimes they have these dramatic transformations and they get muscles and then they kind of lose like their (laughs) their regular motor functions or whatever it is um, their athleticism just being comfortable with what they're doing on the court, it changes a little bit when you put on some body mass. So it's good that he's stronger. It's good that it's not going to change his body frame or his his game too much. Um, because defensively, he we've talked about how he was snubbed from the all-defensive team. Mm-hmm. So he's already there despite being rail-thin. And now if he's a little bit stronger, puts on a little bit more muscle, that can only mean good things for him defensively this year. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. How he, he, he how he grows. My my cho- my choice for player that I think is going to take that extra step this year. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm mixed, but I'm just gonna say Cam. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. It's just Cam because I feel like it's either gonna be Payne or Johnson. <laughs> I was gonna say if I had to lean one way, I would probably lean Payne, mm-hmm. but ah oh, man, I'm just every time I look at Cam Johnson and I think, mm, really he like does something that just you're like oh yeah there it is like i i see it mm-hmm. he's got such a pure stroke mm-hmm. like he could easily be a clay thompson type mm-hmm. you know if if he just i feel like there's there's probably just a little bit more confidence that he needs to have um and a little bit more trust from his teammates to get him the rock because that dude can score mm-hmm. he can he can shoot just as good as anybody on the team and uh man i love cam johnson's game i really do
0: yeah and and I think we've talked about this in the past as well, but if you look at his shooting percentage from last year from three, it didn't look that impressive, but it's because he had that like horrible month and a half where he was dealing with that wrist thing right before the playoffs, and he shot something like 19% to close out the season over that month, and he was taking a lot of threes and just missing them all, so that kind of brought his whole percentage down. I think he was just under 40% before that happened. So I, I saw, I, you know, you kind of see people get down on a, a pure shooter like that, a guy who he's one of those guys when you see his shot, it's one of those guys that you feel like it's always going in. Um, and and it just didn't feel that way the last month and a half of the season and people kind of lost faith. But I really do think that he could lead the league in three point percentage in the next couple of years just because he is, like you said, that kind of Clay Thompson prototype when you see that guy shoot, it's just a thing of beauty. And you're like, that's got to go in. It's too pretty not to. For sure. For so. sure. No. Uh, we are
1: 20 days away from game one of the NBA season. Shit. That's three weeks away, <laughs> man. That is <laughs> nice. I know. It's pretty crazy, man. It feels like we just left the arena after a, a disappointing game five loss. And, and now we're we're about to go right back. I know. I don't know if I'm emotionally ready. I can't imagine where <laughs> they're at right now. <laughs> and already... The Nuggets are five-and-a-half-point underdogs okay. for Game 1 here at the Footprint Center. Uh, it'll be exciting. Uh, the Suns, uh, there's a lot of betting odds out there. Um, the race to 15 points in the first quarter, if if neither team... Now, here's, here's a betting odd. <laughs> if neither team gets to 15 points, oh, that's plus 10,000. Plus
0: 10,000? 10, plus 10,000. Wow. I mean... <laughs> Maybe just put a one dollar bet down I mean, whoo, for shits and gigs,
1: geez, man. That's that's pretty crazy, man. So uh, yeah, plus ten thousand. There's a million other things uh, that you can look at here on the DraftKings sportsbook app. Like I said, if you just use promo code PHNX and place one dollar on any football game, you will get one hundred and fifty dollars worth of free bets right away. Um, yeah, it's it's just a fun it's a fun thing to do because it kind of kills it's almost kind of killing fantasy to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. Like fantasy uh, football for me is is a big deal. Like I play in a, a pretty big money league, but this has been able to, you know, kind of spread the wealth a- across many different sports, many different times and kind of put my money where my mouth is.
0: Yeah. And it, it's one of those things that you just kind of find yourself scrolling through and looking for different bets that might pique your interest. And, it's not as time consuming I feel like as fantasy for sure you can just kind of browse to your heart's content put money down and then you're out and it's it's a really nice like I've tried multiple of these apps and this isn't even a sponsored plug or anything but I've tried multiple apps since betting became legal here and the DraftKings one is just the easiest to navigate by far Mm. like it's so easy to just understand what you're doing the whole time so I've appreciated that, and I've definitely been putting those free bets to use. Plus 1700 for
1: the Suns to win the NBA championship. Yep. Feels like a solid bet. It mm-hmm. feels like a, you know, a worthwhile bet, and if the Suns can play anywhere near where they performed last year and improve in s- some key areas, um, I would not be shocked to see them right back in the NBA Finals, no matter who they face. And if could score 25 and 15 a game. <laughs> oh, baby. Who knows what could happen? But uh that's all we got for today. That's Gerald. I'm Saul. Please go check out GoPhnx P- and also subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the bell, set your notifications so every day at two o'clock, uh, you can see our live stream. Uh, tomorrow we have just Gerald and Lindsay mm-hmm. on a special edition, and we have Brandon from Zona Hoops who will come in and talk about the sunnies, yes. uh, which will be taking place next week here on our air, seven o'clock next Tuesday night. Please join us for that extravaganza. We have a lot of special guests from the sun's community. We actually have special guests from all over the country um, that will be joining us. So you won't want to miss that. Uh, you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay on Twitter. You can follow me at Saul underscore bookman. The underscores there. Why Gerald for Deandre Aiton's three ball. There you go. That's, (laughs) hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, And we will see you next time here on PHNX Suns podcast.